Good evening, everyone. Good evening, uh, folks on Zoom as well. Um, tonight, um, I'm going to talk about um, a chapter uh, or fascicle, as it's called in the in the Shobo Genzo, um, uh, from uh, called uh, uh, One Bright Pearl. Uh, and I'm talking about this because uh, when we, we some of us were on retreat last month, and when I <clears throat> came home from that treat, uh, retreat, I felt that I, I just needed to read that 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 fascicle, that that chapter of the Shobogenzo, which I have read before, because I thought, well, maybe now I'll understand it. <laughs> Coming back from retreat, maybe I maybe I will, uh, and. Uh, you know, some some clarity did arise from the uh, you know uh, wonderful after effects of uh, of uh, sitting retreat for uh, four days, five days, whatever it was. Yeah. So um, this is a chapter from Dogen's uh, great masterwork called "The Treasury of the True Dharma Eye," and uh, it was written in 1238. And it concerns um, a uh, as as Dogen's writings often do. It concerns uh, a saying of uh, ancient Chinese Zen master, and um, and this particular master's name was Xuanxia. Xuanxia, a very difficult name to say for me. Xuanxia. And uh, the story about uh, Xuan Sha is that he was uh, not born into the monastic life. He was actually a householder, and he uh, made his living as a fisherman on the Nantai River. And uh, one time he was out in his boat on the river, and um, uh, a golden fish Oh, and the story says, without seeking it, in other words, without Shuansha uh, looking for this golden fish, this golden fish rose out and greeted him in some way, or he saw this golden fish surface in the water. And uh, at that very moment, uh, felt a strong urge to uh, leave the world and... Uh, ordained as a monk. He felt the strong urge at that time. So he sh- he sold his boat and he went into the mountains and he met his teacher, Zhui Feng. And, um, and then he had so- some years with Zhui Feng and became after that a teacher in his own right. And uh, the, the saying that Dogen comments on is the one that he was famous for, the Xuan Sha, uh, and it's that the saying is, the entire world in the ten directions uh, is one bright pearl. That was the, that's the, that's the, that's the saying, and that's the, and that's the, and so Dogen comments on this just one sentence, um, teaching uh, in his, in his writing, um, so this is uh, something um, to ponder, I think. 
um, because I don't think it can mean um, that um, the entire world that we see in the 10 directions is somehow like a pearl, like perfect in some way, or perfect and lustrous and uh, uh, shining and um, just, uh, you know, that's the, that's the image I have of a pearl. And it doesn't seem when I look at this world, and I think when many people look at this world, the world does not look like this. It does not look round and lustrous and perfect and without any, you know, because a pearl is a kind of gem uh, that you don't need to do anything, you know, to uh, make it lustrous. It just, it just is lustrous right from the beginning. And um, whereas we look out in the world and we think this world leads, needs a lot of improvement. <laughs> it needs a lot of uh, it needs a lot of intervention and it's far from perfect. It's far from uh, what we would uh, like to see. Um, and um, so to understand it that way, to understand it as meaning that uh, doesn't fit with also with Buddha's teaching. Uh, Buddha's teaching uh, of the first noble truth is um, as follows. Birth is suffering. Uh, sickness is suffering. Aging is suffering. Death is suffering. Association with the unpleasant is suffering. Dissociation with the pleasant is suffering. Not getting what one desires is suffering. And then the the punchline is uh, the condition, all of conditioned existence. Uh, and he says, in brief, the five aggregates subject to grasping are suffering. Five aggregates subject to grasping are suffering. Uh, so it's hard to see how somebody comes along, at least on the surface reading of this phrase, how somebody comes along and says that, that this entire world in the 10 directions is just one bright, beautiful pearl. Um, but uh, it is um, true uh, that um, at the same time, uh, there are many people there are many people in this world uh, that um, uh, just understand uh, the entire world in the 10 directions as the entire world in the 10 directions. And they, they don't hear, they haven't heard this teaching uh, that uh, there uh, is this condition of suffering that pervades, pervades all of conditioned existence. They haven't heard that teaching. And so they just take uh, the world um, of the 10 directions as the world of the 10 directions. And, uh, and, and, I, and I, I, know, I, I know quite a people, 
quite a few people uh, that live that way, you know, that the, that the world that they see and hear and meet on a daily basis um, uh, there's no need to, there's no need for them. Uh, they meet that world, but there's no need for them to inquire about the one bright pearl. They, they, don't, they don't have a need to inquire about the one bright pearl. The world is just the world. And, um, and, um, and it looks to me like, uh, well, let me just say that for me, um, I, I uh, from a rather uh, uh, early age, um, you know, could, could not uh, could not accept and say, okay, this this world as it is is enough. You know, this world is is just okay, and I will just I will just move in this world as it is. I, I, I couldn't do, do that, uh, and I felt uh, some distance, you know, some distance and some alienation and some remove from 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 what I saw, um, and I felt like I need to inquire. I need to inquire more deeply about this. I need to know what's. But uh, I, I didn't really. I just I just was discontent, you know. But discontent uh, with the world and discontent with the self that lives in this world, uh, in, in this conditioned world, is one of the motivations for, for people to turn towards practice, to turn towards um, uh, finding out if there's some other... Uh, uh, some under, some, some uh, salutary understanding of this world. Um, if there is some uh, a truth uh, that makes this world make sense um, and makes it possible uh, to, to live and be happy in, in this world. Um, So um, yeah, so um, so Dogen comments um, on the, on this phrase. Luckily, we have his commentary, <laughs> and um, he says this uh, in one um, in one um, passage. He says, the entire world in the ten directions means that you ceaselessly chase things and make them into a self. And you chase the self and make it into things. So uh, this, is, um, this is what we do, and it's, it's, a, it's the process by which we we uh, build our uh, our view of the world and the process by which we build the view of the self uh, by chasing after things and making them into a self 
And uh, then he goes on to say, oh, he goes on to say, when emotions arise, wisdom is pushed aside. Seeing this as separation, and this is this is a very important to me, this is a very important point. Seeing this as separation, uh, let's say between self and the world, seeing that kind of separation between the self and the world, seeing that discontent with the world, seeing that as separation, teacher and student turn their heads, exchange their faces. This is this is Dogen, right? <laughs> he has unique unique kind of uh, language. Exchange their faces, unroll the great matter, and harmonize their understanding. Because you chase the self and make it into things, the entire world in the ten directions is ceaseless. Because you take initiative, you do more than distantly see the essential matter. So there I was uh, that night that we got home from the retreat and I read this fascicle and I wrote uh, something myself after reading Dogen's commentary. Uh, this, is, this is what I wrote. I only have uh, this benighted self to work with. I only have this benighted self to work with. If I stop at, I only have this benighted self. I can't make any headway. I have this benighted self, and so I can make headway. This is a very important point, I think, for our practice. You know, as Pema Children says, we start where we are. We start with this deluded self. We don't pretend there's something, you know, better or um, uh, we don't ignore uh, our problems and our, um, our, our wrong view. We clearly see them. And because we can see and, ex and, and not turn away from um, what, we, what we see as, as a self, uh, we, can't, we can make some headway. Oh, then I went on. I have this benighted self so I can make headway. The entire world in the ten directions is the field of practice. It is not separate from the Dharma realm. If it were separate, no one would be able to cross over. So I think this gets closer to what the phrase is is pointing us to. This gets closer to what the phrase is pointing us to. So, you know, the, we were previously reading the Lankavatara Sutra in the study group, and uh, over and over again, the Lankavatara Sutra was was giving us the teaching that uh, with our perceptions, uh, with, through our perception, we make the world. Uh, and this, of course, is the teaching of the Dhamma, Dhammapada. With our, 
as our minds go, so we create the world. With our, with our, so as our thinking goes, so we create the world. Uh, so, our, of course, our our practice is to uh, look at this uh, creation, this 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 uh, creative process that we're doing all the time. This this with our perception, with our minds, we're creating the self and we're creating a world. And then, you know, Dogen says, um, but then you take initiative. You take initiative. And then he says, what does it say? Because you take initiative, uh, you can do more than distantly see the essential matter. And uh, so when I was thinking about this tonight and I was revising this talk up to the last minute, um, I remembered this. Um, I remembered this passage from uh, the Dhammapada. Another passage that uh, is, is quite uh, is, is, has something to do with what we do when we take initiative. Um, when we take initiative. Um, in with regards to this benighted self, and also to the the world in the ten directions in this uh, for in this part of the Dhammapada says uh, this is the Buddha speaking and he says through many births I have wandered on and on searching but never finding the builder of this house the builder of this self right to be born again and again is suffering you know, he says, this is the initiative part. House builder, you are seen. You will not build a house again. All the rafters are broken. The ridge pole destroyed. The mind gone to the unconstructed has reached the end of craving. So this is uh, this is the initiative of our practice. This is the initiative, and the initiative uh, can uh, look like uh, deconstruction, tearing down something that is uh, not serving us, not uh, not, in, and it is and is limiting and is cramping our life. And that's that's uh, I think many of us have had. You know, and and continue to have aspects of the self that are limiting and cramping our lives, and um, and and we need and and our practice is to look at those, and um, and and sometimes break through and break down, and say, I will not conduct myself that way anymore. I will not speak that way anymore. I will not. Yeah like that. Tear it down. And I was, when I was, earlier when I was thinking about this talk, I was um, reminded of the uh, phrase <clears throat> by the inimitable Wes, Nis, Wes Nisker. Some people might know who Wes Nisker is. He was actually the late Nes Whisker, Wes Nisker. Uh, because he passed away a few years ago. Uh, but before he was a Buddhist teacher, 
he was a um, uh, news a newscaster, and uh, and he, I think he worked for the station in Berkeley called KPFA, and he had a phrase that he that he says that he said uh, if you don't like the news, if you don't like this world in the ten directions, if you don't like uh, the self that has been uh, uh, constructed. He said, if you don't like the news, then go out and make some of your own. That's what he would say. That was sort of his, 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 I think he ended, he would, he, he would, he would make a newscast and then he would end that. He, he'd say, if you don't like the news, go out and make some of your own. So, you know, I think this is our practice. Our, our practice is, you know, we don't like the news, you know, we, the, the, the world in the ten directions, as vast as it is, uh, seems uh, uh, too limited, uh, too cramped. Uh, not it doesn't it doesn't satisfy our hearts. This world in the ten directions, and so we need you know. So we take initiative. We take initiative to practice. We take initiative to investigate this self, and uh, and and then you know. If we're Buddha, we, we, there might be a breakthrough and the rafters are broken and the ridge pole is destroyed. Um, maybe little by little. So, um, so when we're, when, when, when we, um, you know, when we're practicing and say we're on a long retreat, or maybe we're just practicing our regular morning zazen or something like that, and um, we, we see, um, but especially I think on a long retreat, so I recommend everybody sign up for Sashin if you want to, you know, um, go more deeply uh, in this in this way. Go go have. Um, uh, see, see if you can um, have an encounter with this this bright pearl. Um, you know, we start out the retreat, and you know, we're just um, we just um, are our regular benighted selves, more or less. And uh, and then through the process of a retreat, uh, it it seems like well, uh, this this benighted self kind of uh, has lost some power. And um, something else has gained some power, and uh, the and I would I would say this is like the the um, uh, encounter you know that we we have some encounter um, with the bright pearl of of Buddha's wisdom, and and you know the benighted self doesn't really doesn't really disappear. Uh, but uh, but it loses steam, doesn't it? It loses steam, and we have we have some sense of ourselves as um, uh, freer, more free, more more who we want to be, more who we want to be.
So I think, you know, to, we, we practice this way because um, we need to. We need to. Uh, it's, it's very hard to live in this world, um, I think. I've always found it uh, extremely, uh, excruciatingly difficult, actually, uh, to, um, you know, just to live with the, the anomalies um, that, and, and, and the, the imperfection that we see. Um, and it, it doesn't get any easier. It's not getting, is it getting any easier? I mean, it's not. I mean, we, we, every time we leave uh, this Dharma Center, we see, the, you know, terrible, you know, homeless people. I mean, uh, not terrible homeless people, but terrible suffering of people, you know, who are homeless, you know, just, just, you know, a stone's throw away, just right here. People are, you know, um, I don't know, a hundred people maybe just down here on Folsom Boulevard are living um, behind stores in, in broken down vehicles beside the railroad tracks. Um, you know, we, this conditioned world is, 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 is very hard, I think, to, 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 to live in. And we, you know, so I think it's really important. We have to cultivate, you know, some vision and, and, but we, we can't really reject, we can't really reject this world that we see. We have to, we, we create a vision and I think, well, anyway, I was thinking, I was thinking of uh, Martin Luther King recently, and 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 I was thinking, you know, in regards to this phrase, in regards to this phrase, the entire world in the ten directions is one bright pearl, and I think I think Martin Luther King like understood this uh, because uh, I think that he he encountered you know, a world that was incredibly racist and incredibly violent. And, uh, and, and I think that he didn't, he didn't, I don't think his power came from thinking the world shouldn't be this way. I don't think that's the, where his power came from. He didn't say this, this racism shouldn't be here. It, it's, it's wrong. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be there. And, and, I think his power came from accepting that his his entire world in the trend, ten directions was a racist world. It was a racist world, and he had to start from there. And 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 his his genius and and what he could contribute came from in encouraging more and more people to buy into and share his vision of racial harmony, racial equality, racial integration. And he just, he's, he just stuck to that vision. Um, you know, I don't even think he, he was trying to change like people to make them non-racist. He was, he, he knew they were racist and he was working just to, to promote and, and have other people, have other people, um, support that vision and many of course many people did come and to support that vision that he had uh not miss maybe not so many of the of the violent racist people but many other people came and said this vision is 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 what we want this is what we came 
to, you know, we want to do, and we will march on Washington in support of this vision, and we will march in uh, the southern cities in support of this vision. So, you know, I think this is, this is, this is, um, and I don't know if I'm communicating it clearly or not, but I, I feel like um, it's, it, it, is our, it is our vision uh, that we cultivate that's most important. It was Martin Luther King's vision that he cultivated and he, that he stuck to that, um, that changed um, a, a great deal about this uh, world that he, but it wasn't, it wasn't, it was, it was really, it wasn't because he didn't accept, it wasn't because he didn't accept that the world was that way. He accepted that the world was that way. But he had another vision and he stuck to that vision. So, um, I think a lot of people I know, you know, we, there are people here with, with, in this room who have great vision as well. And I think as Buddhists, uh, there's nothing, there's nothing, there's nothing that um, holds us back from having uh, a vision of, of a, a different world of a, of a, of a, of a you know, and supporting a vision of uh, uh, peace and harmony and goodwill between people and um, you know a a, fun- a well-functioning Dharma center and a well-functioning sangha and um, uh, a well-functioning uh, uh, city and county government that uh, as Oscar is doing that is that is trying to be gently persuaded to do the right thing about uh, climate action, and there's, you know, we're, I think many people are trying, are, are holding on to a vision of, you know, this world that could be, uh, it could be have more in common with one bright pearl, more in common with one bright pearl, but it doesn't, it doesn't um, deny that. The world is as it is, because if you get if you if you just if you just if you if you if you deny it's like a no it's a dead end street you know to deny the world as it is. It's a dead end street. You can't you can't go anywhere from there. You have to accept it and then work with it as it is. Um, and and I think that's that's the much harder thing to do. It's 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 easy to turn away from the world. It's easy to turn away and say it's 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 uh, it's it's it stinks at the core, you know. Can't, it can't nothing can be nothing can be accomplished. It's it's much harder to hold on and see how um, there could be correspondence uh, between uh, what we want in our in our hearts and and what we see in this world and. And I think that's also the way to be happy. To be happy in this world is to is to is to is to, to hold to a vision that, um, in spite of it all, you know, in spite of 
in spite of a benighted self and in spite of a benighted world. So I don't know this, 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 if this, uh, this, these lines will uh, will help make this any clearer. But what I'm trying to say, but um, I was reading uh, some lines from that Flower Garland Sutra, and when I read these lines, I thought, oh, th- these lines are talking about the one bright pearl. And uh, in but in this in this reading, uh, which is like four four stanzas, so I think you can handle it. It's not it's it's hard to read the Avatamsaka Sutra, but uh, the Flower Garland Sutra. But um, anyway, I thought when I read these that it was talking about the uh, the bright pearl, and and here the the bright pearl is called, and this is a synonym for the bright pearl. Uh, it's called the exceedingly profound ocean of virtues of wisdom. The exceedingly profound ocean of virtues of wisdom appears in innumerable lands throughout the ten directions, its light shining everywhere, turning the wheel of teaching in accord with what the various sentient beings need to see. The ocean of lands of the ten directions is inconceivable. Buddha has purified them all over immeasurable eons. In order to edify beings and cause them to mature, he appears in all lands. The Buddha's realm is most profound, inconceivable. He shows it to all beings, letting them enter. But their minds are petty and are attached to existence, so they cannot understand what Buddha has realized. And now these, this next sense, next two sandhas, he's speaking to you, people that practice. If any have pure faith and unshakable minds, and are always able to associate with good teachers, then all the Buddhas will give their power so they can enter enlightened knowledge. Beyond flattery and deceptions, heart, hearts pure, always gladly kind and compassionate, of joyful natures, determination broad and great, faith profound. Such people, hearing this teaching, are glad. So yeah, if you take if you if you take away something from this talk is that um, they that uh, I think that what's being said is that we should study the the um, if there's any if there is if we see that there's any apparent gap between the world, the entire world in the ten directions, and um, Buddha's wisdom, if we if we if we if we're making up a gap about that, about uh, some some separation, then that's that's where we need to study. We need to study that separation. Study the separation between um, uh, things as they are in a way. <laughs> 
you know, and our vision of, of what we want and what we want, what our heart's desire is, you know. And, and uh, if we see some separation, then study there, you know, because that's what, it's, that's what it, Dogen says. He said, teachers and students, seeing this as separation, when they, when they see separation, that's, that's, that's when they need to study. They need to study the gap, if there's any, and heal that, heal that gap. Accept this world as it is and have a vision of what your heart desires. Hold that. Hold strongly to that. Hold strongly to that. Don't deny the world. Support yourself. Support your own vision. So, you know, when you come up with a a topic, you see it everywhere. So we have, I have a final poem to give you. And uh, then we could, you could have some comments. But um, we have um, a new book in our study group that we we are studying. And uh, we read a poem in that book this week that I thought, well, that that just sums it all up right there. And it's only four lines. It's by a poet, her name... Chindoba, I guess he was a Chinese poet. The mountain slopes crawl with lumberjacks, axing everything in sight. Yet crimson flowers burn along the streams. The mountain slopes crawl with lumberjacks, axing everything in sight. Yet crimson flowers burn along the streams. I think that's the way it is. I went to uh, I went to an event last night where Oscar was a featured speaker, and uh, if you don't mind me saying something about it, and uh, anyway, this was uh, people with a vision. There's some people with the vision in our community of uh, you know uh, having an impact uh, on on uh, the climate, having an impact on the climate, and uh, trying to wake up the the local officials to understand that they can't go on doing things and developing this area in the way that they have in the past and hope to achieve any kind of um, um, in, you know positive impact on lowering carbon emissions and so you know this is just, I mean, there's so, there's so many efforts like this, right? There's so many efforts in our community to do these kinds of things. And this Dharma Center is one of those kinds of efforts too, you know, to have a positive impact and lower carbon emissions. <laughs> we, we've done things here to lower carbon emissions. We have solar, a whole bunch of solar panels on this, on this, on this roof. Um, and... Uh, so I don't know. I just felt like mentioning it, Oscar, because uh, 
you know, it was inspiring. And there were, there were also at this event, many young people. That was, that, uh, there were many young people who are interns at Oscar's organization called 350.org and uh, Sacramento, 350 Sacramento. And there's high school students who are working um, on uh, projects and, and uh, initiatives that would result in lowering our carbon emissions in the area. This is such vital work, right? There's so much, so, so much we need to do. So, um, yeah, Dorley. Well, just on the same sort of uh, topic, because you, I think at one point you said taking initiative has to do with deconstructing mm. the structures of the self. Mm -hmm. But it seems like now we're talking about a, a, a sort of a different kind of initiative, which is to stand in the vision. Mm -hmm. You know, like I'm thinking of the whole Israeli-Gaza horror, and part of the problem is everybody's arguing sides. And so to take a stand in, I'm not, I'm not standing on a side. Yeah. You know, that that feels like it's a way to take initiative with the vision. Um, that's all I wanted to say. Yeah. And then, you know, it's so impossible, isn't it? Because then, then what is, you know, everybody seems so powerless, you know, to, to affect the solution there. It's, 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 uh, but maybe but, the solution arises from the stance of not taking sides yeah. in, in a way. I mean, not that you don't hear the sides, but yeah. you're not arguing the sides, I guess. Right. Mm -hmm. And, 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 and listening to, and listening to one another, right. and listening to one another, and listening, and listening. So from one standpoint, the world is one bright pearl with all of this, with everything you've mentioned. Mm -hmm. um, and the vision is reconciling that truth with the other truth that you've described. Mm -hmm. Homeless people are out of doors and the rest of it. Um, and our minds aren't really designed <laughs> to hold two apparently contradictory beliefs at once. Right. So, um, so I guess, uh, the practice for me at this moment is uh, to study the mind that um, that creates this apparent, it's got to be an apparent, a delusional conflict between these two realities. But they're both very um, compelling. Yeah. 
I think you, yeah, I totally agree. But what you're saying, yeah, this is, this is, this is, um, you know, really um, precise point of study. And, and, um, and, and you're, you're, you've summed it up just exactly what, what I'm trying to say. And what I think, I think Dogen is trying to say, studying, you know, seeing this as separation. Okay, this is, I really see this separation. How can I, how can I, how can I, uh, what, how can I take initiative? How can I take initiative? And of course, part of it is just calming down, you know. That's one part of the initiative is just calm down. And then, then there can be, and then there can be myriad creative activities that arise out of that calm, out of that, out of that calm. I mean, I think, you know, Dr. King was an amazingly calm person. I mean, how he would have had to be very calm and to, to, to deal with the incredible stress that he was under when he was leading the civil rights marches and, and uh, movement and, and, and many other leaders too, many other leaders uh, in many fields. But, you know, I mean, I think you can only be, you can really only be effective. Only the really calm people are the ones who can really be effective. I mean, Anthony Blinken has to be a very calm person, you know, to, to go and, and, and suggest to Israel that they, uh, have a humanitarian pause. You got to be a calm person because you know they don't want to hear that. But you have to, be, you know, you if if you're calm, you know, really really develop your, yourself as a calm person who can speak what you need to speak. And in, in in every situation, I mean, this is this is a great power, a great power. And it strikes me that that. Um, that's what Doralee was speaking of, not taking sides, not having, um, not having preferences. Of course, we do have preferences, but at the same time, we don't have to cling to those preferences and, and see their, their conditional preferences. It's only because I'm in this human body that I have these preferences. It's not, a universal truth. I'm just this one person, and this is just one species. Yeah. But of course, it's the one that we're most directly concerned with also. All right. Thank you very much, Tim, uh, Jim, for explicating the one bright pearl. All right. I made the initial partial excursions about the frontiers. <laughs> it has been wonderful hearing you tonight. Um, I am on the Medicare for All bandwagon. And, you know, I see, I have a vision um, that everybody in this world can have great quality health care. 
and also I'm on the uh, green team. I don't know if you guys know Bernie Sanders. Heard of him. <laughs> but, um, you know, I'm going to work for him for president. And um, let's see, I wanted to go back. Um, so, yes, and in Medicare for all, you know, you have to get your your um, the person who represents us. For, for me, it's Doris Matsui. And, you know, can, not convincing, but inviting her to join and tell her why it's so important. Because, you know, I figure when people all have health care, everybody's happy. And, you know, it just makes me sing that's what I want to do. And that's what I see right now if, you know, and it's not like I'm standing going, oh, you know, I'm not, um, that seems to be my part to help create that vision of, you know, healthcare for the world. You know, that's what I want to say. So, and thank you, Jim. It was wonderful hearing you tonight. Okay. Nice thank to you. see you again, Ruth. It's good to see you too. Okay. Oh, one minute. There's a, there's a late hand. Yeah, I, I think I've always had trouble with this, uh, you know, seeing things as they are. Uh, and um, I, I, and actually, I mean, the, the stories that you were telling, Jim, were kind of helped me to see that you kind of do have to have this dual vision, maybe. Um, you, you, because it, you waste a lot of energy. I waste a lot of energy not liking what I see. Mm -hmm. And um, so um, I, I can see that if, if you hold to, to, to a vision, that can really help um, more than complaining about what I see <laughs> can. Uh, so I, uh, anyway, that was, uh, yes, that was very helpful. Thank you. Well, thank you for your comment. Uh, you know, we, we, I could just say, say, you know, we all know that complaining about the self, for instance, is, is uh, uh, not helpful, you know, to complain about the self and the way the self is appearing it, and, and to, be, to be against the self that's appearing um, is, is not helpful. And so, you know, it's a kind of like, I feel like Dogen is saying self, world, not too much difference really. We're, we're really talking about the same thing. And so in some ways, yeah, I think um, uh, starting with uh, what am I complaining about this self, you know, um, and um, and make sure that uh, that's uh, a, uh, 
that's that kind of separation is also you know what we can look at you know that kind of separation it it's it's really uh, looking at separation in all cases in every case and that if the alternative vision is uh, okay it, it just is as it is now what now what initiative can I take what initiative can I take and uh, yeah it's inspiring to me you know Dogen says you know uh, he doesn't give us a lot of credit sometimes but he says because you take initiative you do more than distantly see the essential matter so you know this is this is an encouragement for us. Thank you. Oh, excuse me. I was just going to say, but 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 it it could also be true that the initiative that you take is to do nothing. Perhaps anyway. I mean, it could be. It could be. Yeah. It could be. It could um, be like sitting sashim, I guess, or something. <laughs> oh right. Yeah. Um, it, it certainly. Uh, I mean, for. Um, for people that um, are involved in social change or any of those, or Medicare for all, or any of these, you know, very difficult um, endeavors, uh, some some way of refreshing the body mind, I think, is essential. So, um, and 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 is generative of the new energy and and renewed energy and. Uh, uh, recommitment, continual recommitment. So they they go they go together in that way too. I think, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if it if it helps you hold the vision, yeah, of, and the, of the bright pearl that really is there, but you can't see it if you're anyway. Um, Overcoming the karma. Karma is so strong, taking us away from uh, a holistic vision, and and urging us to have a self-centered, survivalist viewpoint of 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 the world. You, I am the center of the universe, and everything else, you know. Um, is not. Um, so uh, that's that's. Uh, I think that's just what we're born with, and um, and unless you have some tools to help back off that a little bit, uh, some alternative way of looking at things, then you need to be very very lucky <laughs> to to escape. And, and you need to be very disciplined. I mean, you know, this is this is you know the. This is, I'm sure you you recognize that 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 so much discipline is required to, uh, not because um, you can destroy years of work in in uh, in an instant uh, with with uh, the wrong kind of um, you know attitude or energy brought to a certain situation. And so it takes a great deal of discipline. I mean, and that's also, I think, what Martin Luther King had incredible, and the whole civil rights movement people, I mean, incredible discipline, incredible discipline, you know, to, to just 
you know, for instance, take the violence that was um, perpetrated upon them and intentionally take that violence in some cases uh, to, to show, show the way. A lot of discipline is required in that case. So that's part of the initiative too. But anyway, we can probably have this conversation for quite a while, but it's getting late. So thank you very much.